This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Make your business official with Google and Squarespace put together. Yeah, we have some big news. Google and Squarespace are getting married. (laughs) Not really. Not really. But when you create a custom domain and a beautiful business website with Squarespace, you will receive a free year of business email and professional tools from Google. So you can look like the professional that you are. Mm -hmm. To do it, go to squarespace.com slash Google to start your free trial. And use the offer code LOCAL, that's L-O-C-O-L, for 10% off your first purchase. Google and Squarespace. Make it professional. Make it beautiful. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about baked beans. Why otherwise did, why known, did I say that? Oh God, otherwise known as baked beans. <laughs> all right, this we Jeez, have ruined this, it already. This show is canceled. Okay, but this be- episode is not happening. All right, so before we get to baked beans, uh, we've got a couple of announcements. Yes, okay. we do. Announcement number one, Molly brought her dog over and uh, her dog uh, is in an ongoing standoff with my cat. Mostly because my dog is afraid of your cat and oh, wants yeah. to play with her but feels scared. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like my relationship to like the popular girls in middle school. Yes. I wanted to play with them but I was scared of that. Yeah, it's my, my relationship to girls throughout school. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, uh-huh. I'm going to look at that thing from across the room. I would really like to get closer and see what happens. I'd really but, like to touch it. But uh, that is never going to happen because it's terrifying. I'd really like to swat at it with my paw. Uh, maybe maybe the that's how analogy I, that's breaks how I down look there. at girls. Okay. Um, I mean, everyone everyone's into their own thing, right? I mean, as long as the swatting is consensual. Yeah. Um, just, don't just, uh, listeners, don't just go up to people and swat them. No. I mean, even if Molly does it, it's not okay. No, I am not a role model. Uh, no, no, we are we are the Charles Barkley of podcasting. 
right? <laughs> For sure. In, in every possible way. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. indistinguishable from basketball hero, but <laughs> not non-role model Charles Barkley. Um, I mean, I'm bald. Okay, can we talk about what our announcements are now? <laughs> I, don't, I don't, apparently not. So we are doing a live show in early November. It's uh, going to be on November 6th at Barboza, which is a venue here uh, in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of our beloved Seattle. Yep, so it's a Sunday night. I think it's at 7 p.m. Does that think, sound right? I think, yeah. Uh, and tickets are on sale now at bit.ly slash smbarboza. That's S-M-B-A-R-B-O-Z-A. Mm-hmm. And we are sharing the bill. Billing? I think we're sharing the bill. <laughs> we're footing the bill. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, sharing, we're splitting the bill. <laughs> we're splitting the bill with Alicia Sanchez, a, uh, a local comic who is really wonderful, really funny. And also uh, the fantastic podcast, Sexual Awaken Bacon, which yep. I just want to keep saying over I know. and over again. Um, I love that show. Um, I, I listen to it and I am continually impressed by how they are so uninhibited on that show that they make us seem like... We are teaching a kindergarten class. We seem class. like prudes. Yeah, big time. Basically. Uh, so yeah, there's their show is a show about uh, um, smoking weed and talking about early sexual experiences. It's great. It's terrific. So anyway, come see us all live November 6th. You can buy tickets at... at uh... Bit.ly slash smbarboza. And we need your help. Uh, because, uh, I mean, first of all, we need your help in the sense that we need you to buy tickets to our show. <laughs> uh, but also, um, the topic of the sh- of the live show is going to be holiday parties, and we want to hear your holiday party stories. So uh, drop us an email, contact at spilledmilkpodcast.com, and let us know uh, if you have a food-related holiday party story. So we're going to try and walk the line between we don't want depressing stories, but we don't want, like, heartwarming stories either. Exactly, yeah, if right? you have a funny A funny story, that's what I'm trying to say. Story. Okay. Anyway, so do we have any other announcements? Uh, yeah, we do. So um, we have recently gotten some gifts from listeners. And, you know, sometimes we get junk food boxes that we uh, devour on the show. And sometimes we get uh, things that uh, are, you know, aren't going to make it onto a show, but we'd still like to recognize people for mm-hmm. and say thank you for sending us cool stuff. So first of all, this is this is something near and dear to my heart. Oh, yes. Listener Kayla sent us a whole bunch of gummies. Uh, gummies that that I have not seen anywhere else. They're a particular brand, Al- Albanese. Albanese, I think, is it. Um, she sent us sour bears. Oh, uh, I love tw- those sour like bears. These little tiny gummy bears that come in 12 different flavors, sour worms. I mean, pretty much everything I love. So thank you, listener Kayla. All right. Listener Kristen sent us some Scottish goodies, like some of those Tunnock's tea cakes. Love those, too. Uh, yeah, which, uh, Molly, do not leave here without taking Scottish, some Scottish goodies with you. Okay, will do. Uh, listener Sarah sent us some... Uh, candies uh, that she remembers from her youth from Colorado. Mm-hmm. And listeners, Kara and Kristen, this is a different Kristen from the Scottish goodies Kristen, uh, sent us Hawaiian junk food. So thank you, everyone. And uh, we're going to do some actual junk food box episodes pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're probably not going to be able to talk about all these, but we love you people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We just love people. We love people. We're people persons. Yeah. So, did you eat baked beans, or um, as I often mistype it, naked beans, as a child? (laughs) I did eat baked beans. So, my dad, though he loved to cook, 
the 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 sort of standby meal that he would make when my mom was out. Oh, like that movie and, Standby Meal. Yes, exactly. Okay. With Will Wheaton. Yeah. So when my mom went out, my dad and I would have Will Wheaton over, <laughs> and we would find a dead body out by the train tracks <laughs> every time. Oh man, I thought that movie was every about time. a formative experience in Will Wheaton's life. I didn't realize it was about like his average week. <laughs> but and and Corey, Corey Feldman would come over and we'd all freak out together <laughs> and, and there'd and, be a bunch of vomiting. Yeah, uh-huh. like, there's a, there's a weekly pie eating contest at your house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, when, when my mom would be out for the evening or out of town or whatever, oh, doing, mom. What, doing what moms would do, what my dad would make for the two of us would be hot dogs and baked beans. That sounds so great. Always Oscar Mayer hot dogs boiled and baked beans. And he always used, I believe, Bush's brand baked beans. And he would doctor them with oh, yeah. a little bit of a uh, little bit more brown sugar and Worcestershire sauce. Um, is that how he got his nickname, the Bush Doctor? <laughs> Well, he was a doctor, like an actual doctor. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and yeah. probably sometimes he, you know, he probably did like an internship <laughs> in the outback or something, yeah. like most doctors do. Okay, yeah, because they really need radiation oncology. They've got those big machines out in the outback, and somebody's got to operate them. Well, they have tractors, probably. <laughs> Out back tractors. Anyway, back tractors. <laughs> do they do they back track to back all the way back to like the nineteen fifties to where Will Wheaton and and Corey Feldman and all the guys were having pie eating contests? I'm just gonna sit here and see where this goes. <laughs> I don't know. Was it the fifties? Is that when Stand by Me was supposed to take place? That sounds right. I think so. Too. I mean, the, the, yeah, because there's lots of like gumball music. That's not what that's called. What what is the <laughs> word I'm using looking for? Gumball music. What? <laughs> Bu- bubble gum is the word I was looking for. Bubble like bubble gum pop music from okay. the '50s. Cool. Otherwise known as gumball music. <laughs> I had such a crush on oh, Will Wheaton. Christ. Which um, one was your favorite? Oh, okay. So there was River Phoenix. Uh, there was Will Wheaton. There was oh god, I forgot about Corey. River Wait, Corey Feldman was one of the gang. Was there also Corey Haim? No, that was uh, that guy no, was a different, different different guy. guy. Who or, was the fourth one? Who was the? There aren't there four of them. Okay, I yes, there were four of them. I don't know the answer, but what I do know is that approximately two thirds of our audience <laughs> are yelling at us again, and I'm so sorry we we went down this road oh. and found this dead body. Maybe the dead body was the fourth one. Can we? moment of silence for river phoenix sure a, a life a life ended too soon wow i didn't know things were gonna get serious <laughs> sorry oh is it over now it's okay. over um okay so, so anyway so yeah baked so beans I and hot dogs baked beans and hot dogs with my dad oh i think i interrupted you before you explained how he doctored the beans oh no i just said with brown sugar oh, okay. and worcestershire sauce oh, okay which oh, is the hardest umami. word in the English language to say, Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever had baked beans made from scratch. I've read, I think, John Thorne getting all thorny about the topic. Yeah. Very, very opinionated about his beans, that man. Um, yeah, and he he got especially especially into uh, when he lived in Maine, like down east baked beans. Are we gonna are we gonna talk about this in a minute after um, we leave memory lane? I think it's more that we're gonna link to a recipe. I don't I don't really know what the difference is between Maine baked beans and others. Okay. Okay, cool. So what about you? I think baked beans was a thing I didn't like as a kid. Oh. Um, I'm not sure if it was because I was opposed to beans in general. I don't think so. 
I think I just had the idea that it had like some kind of sauce I didn't like in it. Like, I mean, they, they it's are. It's a very strange concept. It's it like, is. It's like, let's take some brown beans and put sweet and sour sauce on them. That is really what it is. That is really what it is. I mean, um, like vinegar, ketchup, mustard, uh, molasses. This just, these do not sound like things I want anywhere near a pot of beans. No, it's sort of like, um, and I, I'm not actually making a historical claim about the uh, genesis of baked beans. Uh, but it sounds like the sort of thing like I have some beans and I'm going to flavor them with everything I find in my uh, historical cupboard. Yes. The old proverbial kitchen sink beans. Yes, exactly. Do you have a historical cupboard? <laughs> I'm like I'm thinking like a cupboard that you open it and you go in and it uh, transports you to a historical oh, time. Like like the wardrobe. Yes. Like, yeah. God, you know what? Can we just can we do a whole podcast sometimes where we like just envision what it would be like? to be in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe because oh. I'm feeling really tinged with, tingly with magic right now just thinking about it. Like, imagine you open up your mom's closet and it's filled with all these coats and you kind of push your way through and at the mm-hmm. other side, there's yeah. a magical lion. Oh, that, that you want to <laughs> snuggle up with? Yes. Yeah. I have a question. When you were a kid, did you ever, you know how, uh, I, I guess this is probably still a thing, but I feel like every store that my mom took me to <gasps> for clothes shopping, there were the, the, the circular, circular racks, racks and you could, and you could, a kid yes. could sneak into the middle. I want to go. Yes. I want to do that as I an adult. I have a feeling this is like a Ross Dress for Less thing. Yeah, for sure. Or um, TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Uh, oh my God. Yes. Let's go get in the middle of some circular coat rack. I, I mean, clothing see racks. Right now, how this is going to go. I mean, before we get <laughs> ejected by security, it's going to turn out that we're twice as tall as those racks now and are no, no, just going to look like idiots. But you have to hunch down in the middle anyway. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, you just you hunker down in there, you take a picnic. Oh wow! Let's, so we're gonna stay for a while. Yeah, yeah. And and all the all the clothes will end up perfumed uh, with uh, the baked sweet beans. aromas of our baked beans. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Hey, you know what two of my favorite things are? <laughs> Peanut M&Ms and regular M&Ms, but also Google and Squarespace, two of the most useful sites on the internet. You know, you may not know this, listener, but Google and Squarespace have teamed up to give small business owners like you and me and us and all of us. You and me and us, I mean, yeah. some, some of us, what they <laughs> need to succeed online. A custom domain, a business email, and a beautiful website all in one place. Yeah. So uh, you know how uh, M&Ms and peanut M&Ms go together (laughs) so well? It's going to be just like that. (laughs) You know, Google and Squarespace, they are teaming up to take care of all of your business needs. Yeah. So Uh, tell us about it, Matthew. You know, you're going to get productivity tools. You're going to get email. You're going to get a beautiful website with over 20 professionally designed templates to choose from. And you're going to get all that Google stuff free for the first year. It is that simple. You just visit squarespace.com slash Google to start your free trial. And use the offer code LOCAL, but that's spelled L-O-C-O-L, for 10% off your first purchase. Google and Squarespace. Make it professional. Make it beautiful. Aww. Great. So we've established there were no baked beans on your memory lane. Where do baked beans come from, Matthew? Um, Well, I think they go way, way back. But I think baked beans, as we know them uh, in America, probably all stem from Boston baked beans. And what are Boston baked beans? (laughs) Well, I mean, they're they're what we think of as baked beans, like with a kind of a uh, tomato-y, sweet and sour sauce. Is this something that they perhaps ate before having a tea party? 
Oh. <laughs> at the Boston Tea Party? I'm, I, I'm not sure if you're trying to like lead is me this... down an improvisational path or or <laughs> it feels like you're hinting Matthew. really hard to me about something. Yes, I'm and... trying to take the hint. Yes, okay. and yes. So they uh, they took their they they bean they made beans in oh, the morning. God. <laughs> Forget <laughs> um, it. They took their bean Forget pots it. out onto the boat. There was a boat, right? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah, because there were a bunch of like cases of tea, and they, they dumped them over the side. Did it have to do with taxation? It definitely had to do with taxation. Uh, I know that like the usual story you hear is kind of oversimplified. I've listened to the Hamilton soundtrack a bunch of times, but I don't think that's what it's about. Hmm. Okay. I mean, but it is about the, the American Revolution. Cool. Um, and uh, then, then after the Revolution, um, they had all these beans um, because— <laughs> They were full of beans. <laughs> they were full of beans, and they they had all these beans because the beans were weren't taxed as much as the tea. This is a lie. Uh, and they, <laughs> they and went then back. then along came the Salem witch trial. <laughs> 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 that that happened after the revolution. Yes, they okay, had a whole bunch sure. of beans in a crucible. Oh, and- <laughs> I see. And Johnny Tremaine burned his hand on it. Wow. And then Arthur Miller came along and wrote a play about it. Yeah, Maybe you've heard about you've it. You've been listening to um, uh, the American <laughs> History Guys podcast. <laughs> okay. We're, we're telling you like all the things you didn't know about American history because they are not true. <laughs> So anyway, so baked beans. So there are baked beans. It is true. Whenever you try to type them comes out naked beans, like the same way. Whenever I send a text or an email to my friend, Brian, I'm actually sending it to brain. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Which delights me so much. Did you know that like half the world thinks my blog is called Organet? (laughs) Oh, like a small organ? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> people mistype it all the time recently when i went to cincinnati for this like food thing uh the organizers had booked my hotel you mean the room orangeizers. and when i went to check in the person at the front desk was like uh okay molly weisenberg business name organette uh-huh <laughs> and i was like right on yes, yes that is correct that's I'd, me i'd be like I'm, what are you trying I'm to a imply tiny tiny <laughs> Uh, female organ. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, and maybe you'd like to hear me play the world's smallest violin. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, Brain, um, what can we eat some naked beans yet? Please, because they're congealing on the table. Um, can you okay. please grab another spoon for Fine. this guy here? Fine. Wait a minute. Do we have to eat off the same spoons? Get, get a bunch of spoons. Gross. Get as many spoons as you need to feel like you are separated from my filth. Thanks. Okay. So let's start with, um, so so Molly made some kind of uh, fraudulent baked beans. <laughs> That's what it was called, So right? this is a recipe that Louisa Weiss from The Wednesday Chef wrote about a long time ago. It actually originated with Melissa Clark. Okay. Uh, this is Melissa Clark's fake baked beans. Mm-hmm. It's basically, you know what? I'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to get there last. Um, oh, I didn't say I have actually made baked beans from scratch. I don't really remember how they came out. I guess it didn't make a big impression. Great. Okay, cool. So let's eat Probably some Probably canned... from the Cook's Illustrated recipe. Let's eat some canned stuff. All right. So, so tell me about these. Uh, so, okay, first up, we've got uh, Van Cam's pork and beans. I believe we... Ooh, this looks very sludgy. We ba- very briefly talked about pork and beans on the mm. canned beans episode. Oh, that is delicious. I love this shit. Mm. This looks yeah, it's it real looks, good. It looks very tomato. It looks bad, but it is good. Oh, it's so good. Mm. 
so tender. Ugh. On the verge of mush. Mm, fudgy. It's fudgy. It's fudgy. Mm. Um, Is this really cheap? It's really cheap. I, I, I know this mm. can was probably 59 cents. Oh my God, that's so delicious. Um, one thing I learned when I was doing research for the show is that um, pork and beans, uh, the product is, is exempt from putting in as much pork as you would normally have to put in something if pork is the first word of the name um, because it is apparently generally recognized that pork and beans refers to a preparation of beans with a small amount of salt pork. Oh, that's cool. And I hear sometimes there's like a little nub of pork fat in the can. I searched, but I didn't find it. Uh, hey, so now I'm going to eat- I search for it like they search for that dead body and Stand By Me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, huh. Mm, this is a very different flavor. This is the Bush's Best Original. Oh, I like that. Seasoned with bacon and brown sugar. It is, um, it's got much more complexity to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, I would say, how does it compare on the old sweetness scale? I, it's- feels a it's still very sweet mm-hmm. i think it's a little less sweet mm, you know it finishes with um more of a savory situation yeah for sure i want to look at the uh the ingredients on this um it's got, it's got more depth of flavor you know what i would i would get down with either of these yeah me too let's um, be real prepared white beans water brown sugar i wonder why my dad doctored that um, I think some pe- sometimes people doctor things just to feel like they've done something in the kitchen. Especially when they open up a can and maybe they're right. a little ashamed you know the, of the opening up a can. the story about the cake mix, which I don't know if it's true or not, but like when cake mix was first introduced, you just added water and people felt like uh, they weren't really accomplishing any. They didn't have any sense of accomplishment and so they like backed it up so you had to add egg, an egg and some oil or something. I get that. That makes sense. That makes sense. This is a story I've I've heard and am repeating, but I don't know if it's true. Okay, like, I, I I believe it. Like your story about the Salem witch trials. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> which I seem to be implying were not a real thing. <laughs> yeah, the Salem witch trials did not happen. Hmm. Well. Now, so this is the Melissa Clark's fake baked beans recipe. It I is like it. Pinto Sorry. beans with all their sludge. Mm-hmm. Equal parts ketchup and molasses. Okay. Uh, apple cider vinegar, dry mustard. A little bit of hot sauce and black pepper. Um, okay, I like this. I feel the vinegar comes through very strong. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, as long as you're on board for that, you know, compared, it's much more on the sour part of the sweet and sour axis than these other ones. I mean, but it's good. Probably, I wonder what it'd be like if you added a little bit of brown sugar. Yep, or um, maybe a little more spice. Yeah. Um, it's it's lacking a certain depth of flavor. I'm not. I like this, Maybe but I don't think I would take it over the bushes. Well, I would choose pretty much anything over the the bush <laughs> family, but but that but that's uh, this. I I think this is a different family. Mm. Yeah, the bushes ones have a real like depth of flavor that I wonder. I wonder if it's coming from the pork. Um, yeah, sir. I mean, there is Let's bacon be real. in like, there. I wonder if I had started out with these, these Melissa Clark ones are vegetarian. Yeah. I wonder if I had started with meat, if we would get like more of sort of a base note. Well, to it. and you know, there is not a big difference, uh, between, uh, baked beans and like, uh, borracho beans. Um, you know, borracho beans are much less sweet. But Does like, this mean drunk beans? Um, yeah, like or like cowboy beans. Um, like I make, I, I'm sure we've talked about this on the show many times. I make the Rick Bayless cowboy beans. That's mm-hmm. bacon. Um, it's uh, uh, fire roasted canned tomatoes. Um, mm-hmm. A little. I don't even remember what else. <laughs> you know, but it's it's like it's some mm-hmm. it's some. You've made it before. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's at cilantro. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, 
you know, that's that's it's similar in that it's a, it's a quick stewed beans dish. Can I just um, take the bowl and the of bacon bushes? does a lot. Yeah. Well, huh. Okay. Well, this is this is good to know. Yeah, it's good. so apparently pork and beans go well together is what we're saying. News flash. Uh, yeah, news flash. Um, this, we're coming live from the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. It's not going well. So you wrote a question here on our agenda. Is there such a thing as baked beans that aren't extremely sweet? What's your answer to that? Well, I guess my answer is no. That that like. Because I, I just described, I just described some beans that are that are not the same as baked beans that are not sweet. So I, I think you just have to find some balance there. Yeah, right? I think it's inherently a sweet and sour experience. Yeah, you take the Will Wheaton, you take the Corey Feldman, uh-huh. you gotta have mix both. Mix them together and smoosh them together. I'd go back and forth between the two. You're shipping them. <laughs> You're shipping them. So also, I have another question. Uh huh. What is the difference between salt pork and bacon. I am so glad you asked because I think I sort of know the answer. Okay, so uh, salt pork is a cured but not smoked, very fatty chunk of pork belly. Okay. And uh, bacon doesn't have to be smoked 100% of the time, but almost always is uh, a smoked, uh, cured and smoked, leaner piece of pork belly. So what does it mean when we see bacon that says uncured? Uh, it means that is a lie, and this is a total pet peeve of mine. Oh, um, okay. It means that is a lie! Yes, it means that uh, they <laughs> cured it with something that they don't legally have to call curing salts, but is basically exactly the same thing. And uh, Is it that people want to avoid like the, the pink stuff and pink salt? Yes. Oh, okay. Not really the pink stuff, because the pink stuff is just a pigment, to, so you don't Mix it with, uh, confuse it with regular salt. But, but people want to avoid the like the preservative aspect of the nitrates salts. and nitrites. And uh, believe me, the the uncured bacon has just as much of those things as the cured bacon. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, but it's all basically been somehow uh, basically treated with like a, a salt type thing. Um, yeah, with, with a with a preserving uh, agent. Wasn't that the name of a Stone Temple pilot? Salt, salt type thing. Salt yeah, type thing. Um, yeah, like. Um, Matthew and I were in a coffee shop okay. the other day that was playing kind of like the worst songs from the 90s. There was like some Matchbox 20. There was um, Stone Temple Pilots, but not the one good song. What was the one good song? Oh, my, my, the one Stone Temple Pilots song that I really like is Interstate Love Song. How does that one go? Leaving on a southern train yes. only yesterday, yesterday. you <laughs> lied. Um <laughs> Yeah, that one. Uh, but the the thing was, I I was at a different coffee shop that was playing great '90s songs, and you made me come to you where they were playing bullshit. Hey, you had agreed that we were going to meet in my neighborhood. You're right, but I, when I made that agreement, I didn't know what kind of songs they played in your neighborhood. Oh God. This episode is brought to you by the Entertainment Coupon Book. The Entertainment Coupon Book is that big block of a coupon book that is packed with coupons for stuff in your community that you actually use. Yep. Restaurants, shopping, various attractions like me and Matthew. Oh, we are varied attractions. (laughs) Zoos, golf, movie tickets, travel, and more. And now you don't have to buy the brick of coupons because you can use the Entertainment Digital Membership. You can print coupons online or redeem them right on your phone. And as a special offer to our listeners, you can get 25% off an annual digital membership that's usually $19.99 a year. So visit savingonthego.com slash spilled milk. That's savingonthego.com slash spilled milk. 
and use the promo code MILK at checkout. Okay, well, have we done this show? Yeah, I think I think that's it. Uh, we'll we'll link to that recipe for John Thorne's Down East Baked Beans. We'll link to the recipe for Melissa Clark's Fake Baked Beans. Um, and I would say if you are a vegetarian, the fake baked beans are a great way to go. Oh, for sure. I wonder what would happen if you put a tiny bit of liquid smoke in there. Okay, so I should also tell you that there was one ingredient that I left out, and that was smoked paprika. Oh, I, I think that would have really done oh, something I'm sorry, there. Sorry, but I hate smoked paprika. Well, that's fair. I hate it. We should get into this on another episode because, like, you it know, ruins things for me. I do not agree, and things are going to get. Very tense. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be our most. <laughs> it's going to be like most tension filled episode ever. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the most uncomfortable uh, moment between us since I admitted that I hate that Bony Vare album. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Um, wait. So when we do our smoked paprika episode, can I remake the faked baked beans and put smoked paprika in them? Do you think we can in our minds right now? Can we take a taste snapshot and remember what it's like without the smoked paprika? Yeah, I think so. Or one of us could make it with and one of us could make it without. Okay. I, I'd be okay. happy to make it with. Okay, fine. That looks horrible, Matthew. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Taking pictures of baked beans is just oh, a lost this is great. cause. Okay. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, you can find us uh, online. If you would like to find the recipe for either of those things, we'll put them on the website, spilledmilkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast, where, uh, I don't know. Uh, tell us tell us about how, uh, how you survived the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, <laughs> but please do not do not come on to point out that the Salem witch trials predated the American Revolution. Um, <laughs> we know we know, that's the one thing we do know. Listen, I, I feel like people sometimes forget that when we're joking, we really the, the, we just go all in for looking stupid. Oh, you said people sometimes forget that jokes aren't people true. Some, yeah, people sometimes forget that jokes aren't true, and that we're only. Like seventy five percent as stupid as we look. I, yes, I was hoping yeah. you were going to say that. Yeah, uh, you can uh, leave us a review on iTunes, pretty please. Uh, and uh, until next time, uh, thank you for uh, listening to Spilled Milk. We'll be uh, driving those back tractors all over the outback. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> Matthew Amsterberg. <laughs> Matthew, I am sorry. We need to stop for a second because my dog is play bowing to your cat. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.